This is Law for Community Workers Spotlight On, the shortcut series podcast for community and health workers produced by Legal Aid New South Wales. My name is Pauline and I'm from the Community Legal Education Branch here in Legal Aid and we would like to acknowledge that our podcast is recorded on Aboriginal land and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nation listeners joining us today. Always was, always will be. Today, our guest is Catherine, and we're shining the spotlight on the Welfare Rights Centre. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Pauline. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm the CEO of Welfare Rights Centre, and I'd like to acknowledge that I'm recording this on Gadigal land and pay my respects to Elders past and present. And as we're a statewide service, I'd also like to acknowledge the various lands across New South Wales. Wonderful. What do you like most about your role, Catherine? Well, I think what I most like about my job is leading such a fantastic team of skilled and committed people who do the hard yards of helping people resolve their problems with Centrelink and making sure there is information out there about people's rights to income support. I think that's the main thing I like to help um, is support our staff to do that really important work. Excellent. So what exactly does the Welfare Rights Centre do and what service do you provide and and what would be a typical matter for the service? Well, we're a specialist community legal centre that helps people in New South Wales navigate social security law and family assistance law, which is administered by Services Australia. Put simply, we help people who have a problem with Centrelink. So this help includes free legal information, legal advice and representation but we also provide education and training to the community sector to help them better understand social security law and how they can help their clients. And really importantly, we use the experience and knowledge gained through our casework to advocate for reforms to make the Australian social security system fairer for everyone. Uh, Sorry, that would include issues people have with Centrelink debts, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, that's a large proportion of the matters that we see at the Welfare Rights Centre. But it's it's difficult to um, really identify a typical matter as social security law is so broad and complex. But generally speaking, we help people access Centrelink payments and resolve unfair Centrelink debts. That's essentially what it comes down to. A problem we have all too often seen over the years is the cancellation of payments to women experiencing family and domestic violence, accompanied by some very large debts ranging upwards of $200,000. Wow. Um, These situations occur when Centrelink decides that a woman in receipt of single parenting payment has been in a relationship for many years. Yeah. As a consequence of this decision, uh, the woman's Centrelink payment along with her family assistance payment, will be cancelled immediately and all the payments she has received are raised as a debt, which can get very, very large. And in these situations, the so-called partner is often the perpetrator of the violence. He may not have even lived with the woman for many years and has contributed very little or nothing to supporting her or her children. So these are very complex matters, very time-consuming matters to resolve. That would be such a high demand service. Could you please talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, there is a huge demand for our service. And when we think about the number of people in New South Wales who rely on income support, which is 1.6 million people, we certainly get an idea of the potential demand for help. Uh, We're a very small service, but we get thousands of calls and website inquiry contacts each year. 
Mm. So with only three full-time solicitors, we can only answer about half the calls to our service with about half of these contacts provided with advice and an even smaller number provided with representation. As social security is a really complex area of law, we need to spend a significant amount of time with each client so that we have a clear understanding of their issue and provide advice which is accurate, clear and easy to follow. Uh, I should also add that even though we can't provide advice to everyone who contacts us, we do provide comprehensive information about rights and entitlements, which many people find very helpful. Okay. So, Catherine, would you go through what the training actually provides for us, please? Yeah, well, obviously the high demand means we can't help everyone who contacts us for help. So this has been one of the prime motivators for developing a social security training program for community workers. By sharing our expertise and providing top tips for how to resolve various Centrelink issues, we hope to expand our reach and help many more people who have a problem with Centrelink. So since 2020, We have been running online training sessions on a range of different topics such as accessing disability support pension, Centrelink debts, domestic violence and Centrelink, migrants and Centrelink, just to name a few. So these online training sessions have been enormously popular. So far, nearly 2,200 community workers have attended these sessions and we have received really positive feedback from them on the content and helpfulness of the training. Excellent. And is registration just via the website? Yeah, it is. Just go to our website, go to the Community Legal Education session and you can register from there. In addition to running online training sessions on various social security topics, we're now expanding our training program to include online and in-person workshops, which drill down further into certain topics and focus on the practical steps involved in resolving various problems with Centrelink and what's really exciting is the community of practice we're rolling out this year which will provide a forum for community workers to collaborate under the supervision of a skilled social security lawyer to resolve their clients real world cases. That's amazing. So we're recruiting for that now it's very exciting. That is exciting that's excellent. Okay. So you spoke before about having a huge influx of calls and the percentage of response and and representation. So what should people really be sure of before they even come to the Welfare Rights Centre? I think the first thing for community workers to think about before referring a client to the Welfare Rights Centre is what decision Centrelink has made and whether that decision has been appealed. So if a decision has an actually being made by Centrelink. For example, Centrelink might just say that a debt could be raised but haven't actually raised the debt, then a referral to the Welfare Rights Centre is probably a bit premature. Having said that though, some very vulnerable people can't access a payment because of various administrative hurdles and these clients really should be referred to us. But I think the main thing is, has Centrelink made a decision? Well, can you tell us about how you'd work with community workers in that respect then? Well, many of the clients who contact us tell us they heard about us from a community worker. So we know that there are lots of community workers out there who know about our service, are good at picking up Centrelink issues and know when to refer them. But we also have a lot of community workers contacting us directly after getting permission from their clients to share information with us and in some cases act as their agents. 
these community workers know their clients really well, are familiar with the client's background and can provide a really clear explanation about the problem and what they have done so far to try and resolve it. They help us with gathering evidence such as bank account statements or medical records. They support clients to explain what's been happening and also to understand the advice that we provide. And of course, community workers are able to scan and email documents and send them to us, which is extremely helpful and something that a lot of our clients struggle with. So, and I think this this relationship with community workers is particularly important where people are living in regional, rural and remote areas where we can't see these clients face-to-face and the only face-to-face contact the client has is with their local community service provider. So where can people keep up to date with the Welfare Rights Centre? People can keep up to date on what's happening at the Welfare Rights Centre by visiting our website at, all one word, welfarerightscentre.org.au. We're actually about to launch a new website, which will have a whole lot more extra information about various Centrelink topics, training about us, how you can support us and a special section that's dedicated to First Nations people. Oh, excellent. That's wonderful. When can we expect that to be up and running? Within the next six weeks, we hope. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, And then what about social media? Where can people find the Welfare Rights Centre on social media? Have you guys invented the Welfare Rights Dance Challenge yet for TikTok? We haven't. We are not on TikTok, but we are on four other platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. So we post about once a week about our training programs, you know, when a training program is coming up. But also we post a lot of bite-sized information about Centrelink issues, what to look out for, typical client cases that we've seen, Mm. just as a way of raising awareness about Centrelink issues and um, what to look out for. Excellent. Okay. And so we've come to the end of our time together and it always goes really quickly. But our last question is, uh, what's the one thing you would like community workers to know when clients have Centrelink issues? Well, I think the really the best thing for community workers is to register for our training program so that they can find out more about how they can help their clients with Centrelink issues and then when to refer clients to us think that well-informed community sector whom we can work with collaboratively is really the best way that community workers can help support us support clients with Centrelink issues. Okay, thank you for that. What about for people outside of New South Wales? Because we're lucky enough to have you at the Welfare Rights Centre, but what's, um, what's a service that people can access outside of New South Wales? So there are community legal centres around Australia which are either specialise in social security law or have a welfare rights worker who can help people who have a problem with Centrelink. To find out where those services are, you can visit the website of Economic Justice Australia, which is our peak organisation, and they have a list of all of those services and how to contact them. Wonderful. Thank you for that. So all this information will obviously be in the show notes as it always is. But otherwise, thank you so much for joining us today, Catherine, and for letting us shine the spotlight on the Welfare Rights Centre. Thank you. As always, you'll find links to the websites and resources mentioned in this episode listed in our show notes, as well as a full transcript. Or you can email us to cle at legalaid.nsw.gov.au. This has been Spotlight On, 
Thank you for listening and goodbye, everyone.